Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to another episode of the One Man Nation rediscovering the legacy of the Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam. One of the greatest stories, or one of the greatest events in the Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam's life, and indeed one that we relive in these 10 days of Dhul Hijjah, on the day of Eid, when we slaughter a goat, an animal, is what's known as the famous sacrifice, or the great sacrifice of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah says, We replaced him with a great sacrifice. What's the story behind this? Ibrahim salam, for context, waits very many years in order to have his child Ismail. When he has his child Ismail, after waiting for so many years, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs him in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this ayah that when Ismail starts to reach a sa'i, he reaches the age where he's able to he's able to produce, he's able to think for himself, he's able to contribute. At this age, Ibrahim salam comes to him and he says, My son, I've seen a vision at night. And I've seen in that vision that I'm killing you. What do you think I should do? Now there's two things at play here. The first is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the usual way to command Ibrahim salam is to send him revelation with a clear command. But this time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals it through a vision, through a dream. So this is a test for Ibrahim salam. Will he take that and will he implement it? Or will he question it? Or will he not be able not bring himself to sacrifice the thing he loves most, his son, his follower, the person who's going to carry on the baton, the legacy of Ibrahim salam, of the message of Islam? Ibrahim salam asks his son, what do you think I should do? When in reality, he knows what needs to be done. But he consults his son. He treats him as a mature person who has an opinion and a thought. His son, Ismail salam, turns back to him and says, my father, my beloved father, do as you have been commanded. My father, you will find me patient. Do as you are told, do as you have been instructed, do as you have been commanded, and you will find me patient with whatever Allah has commanded you. Look at that submission, that submission to the will of Allah, that whatever Allah wants, he wants for a reason. He wants for a wisdom. He decrees for a reason unbeknownst to us. And so he trusts that. Ismail salam trusts that. When Ibrahim salam is about to strike his neck. Allah calls out to Ibrahim. Allah calls out, O oh Ibrahim, You've passed the test, you fulfilled the vision, and that is how we reward the, the doers of good, those who, are, who exhibit excellence in everything that they do. Let me switch back to your life and my life today. When we know that couples try to have children and sometimes they don't have, they're not unable to have children for so many years. We know that women 
they become pregnant expecting a child and sometimes those children die premature or die in their mother's wombs. Imagine this scenario. A woman waits nine months in pain, in difficulty, holding a child in her belly. She gives birth and she delivers the child only for a day later for the child to have passed away, to be taken, its life to be taken away. She's held that child in her hands. She's looked at it, bonded with it, created a loving relationship and immediately that child is snatched away. The mindset of Ibrahim was that whatever Allah gives me belongs to him. He gave me this child, he can take it away and it's his, it's not mine. It's a very high stage of Iman to reach that whatever we own, cars, wealth, family, that we don't attribute it to ourselves, we don't feel like we have ownership over it, rather we feel that Allah owns it and we sacrifice. When it comes time to put aside something for Allah's command, we put it aside. Ibrahim was so submissive and so obedient in this regard when Allah says to him, Aslim, submit. Immediately he says, I submitted to the Lord of the worlds. Your say, your command is what I'm going to do, what I'm going to execute. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests him with this test, will he sacrifice the person perhaps most beloved to him? He immediately complies. And that's one of the most difficult things to face in life. That we love something, but Allah takes it away. And Allah says in the Quran, وَعَسَىٰ أَن تُحِبُّوا شَيْئًا وَهُوَ شَرٌ لَكُمْ It may be that you love something, but it's bad for you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He may give us something and He may take it away. And we have to learn to get accustomed to that. We have to become comfortable with the fact that we don't own, that it's not ours. Rather, everything on this earth belongs to Allah. When we reach that stage, that stage of certainty, of conviction, of yaqeen, we will find ourselves being able to sacrifice our wealth, our time, our families to fulfill Allah's command. That is the lesson from this, this particular episode and I'll see you soon. Wassalamu alaikum.